I'd have a really hard time predicting anything about the coming NHL season, but I've got one for you right here. Without Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, Mike Sullivan will have the Penguins go into all-out 200-foot defend mode. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. It actually can make for pretty good hockey. But this time, this time, he really needs to make it stick. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates right where you found this. It's not going to be different. It's not. We've seen it who knows how many times since Sullivan's arrival five years ago where we say, oh, that's it. The Penguins have lost their star players and it's going to be so rough. And then Sullivan goes and finds his various Evan Rodriguez types and even a couple of guys from the minor leagues Brian Gibbons or whoever will show up and he'll get exactly what he wants out of those guys. They'll block shots. They'll win the 50-50 puck battles. They'll do smart things once they have possession. They'll work the puck deep into the zone, force the other team's defense to turn around, forecheck them, drive them into the boards, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to maintain enough possession to maintain enough quality zone time in their end and as little as possible in yours and from there allow whichever skill players are remaining and there are always enough to do their thing and pop two three goals for you get some goaltending get some decent saves skate off the ice as winners i can't begin to rattle off how many times we've seen this. And every single time it happens, don't we all start talking about the same thing? Well, what happens when Gino comes back? He's going to ruin everything. He's the disruptor. He's the turnover machine. He's chaos when we're seeking order or whatever. To a lesser extent, Similar thoughts get expressed, although a lot more quietly, when Sid's out. Well, now they're both going to be out. Now you're entering a training camp, the ultimate teaching phase, the ultimate time period, especially in hockey, where it's so, so hard to conduct the kind of practices that you want. Right off the bat, you're going into scrimmages, preseason games. The next thing you know, you're gone. You're flying off to your opener. That's just the nature of the sport. It doesn't allow for a whole lot of fundamental time. Coaches really, really, really value training camps. Well, maybe make this one count more than any other. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org.
org to find out how one dollar from you is all it takes to provide five full meals for those who don't know where their next meal is coming from. PittsburghFoodBank.org. Make it count. Make it count. Have a training camp that stresses system above all else. Doesn't mean you can't do developmental evaluations. It doesn't mean you can't try to see what kind of prospects you might have in a Philip Hollander or someone like that that's younger where you're hoping for a surprise here or there. You don't want to tie their hands to a script, to methodology. You do want to see, no, you need to see some creativity. But if we're being real here, these prospects have as much a chance of making this team as you or I do. That's just the truth. Look at this roster. It's not exactly etched in stone, but it's not far from it. And besides that, you know and I know what the goal is for this team this season. And it's got very, very, very little to do with youth and development. So utilize this time right now to put in place, well, no, this system's always in place. It's always there. But emphasize the zero tolerance component to it. Eliminate this discussion once and for all about how things will or should or shouldn't or might or might not change when the superstars come back. Think of it from this standpoint. They're not getting younger, something we talk about regularly here. They're not getting faster. They're not getting more productive. As a result, if the Pittsburgh Penguins are to win a sixth Stanley Cup and a fourth in the amazing, astounding run of this core group, how about making it really, really clear, not just to all the rest of the players, but also to the stars, This is kind of the only way it's going to happen. This system works. I know there are more than a few people who, when they read me write that or hear me talk about it on this show, will will snap back. Oh, if it works, then why didn't dot, 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 or why didn't it apply to, you know, the three first-round exits in as many years and things like that? The system itself is successful when it's applied correctly, when it's applied passionately. And that's not always going to happen. No, I'm not being weird and suggesting that Sid and Gino start dropping to block shots and whatever else here. But I am saying that there can't be line-wide exceptions. There can't be five-man unit-wide exceptions. There can't be, for crying out loud, power play exceptions to being careful and aggressive at the same time with the puck. You shouldn't need to have to drop Jared McCann onto your top unit to get goals and to avoid giving up shorthanded breakaways. This approach needs to become 
policy. Now is an excellent time to do that. When we come back, just one question. time for just one question and that's always brought to you on this program by fubo tv monthly cost of cables over 200 bucks fubo tv is just 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels including at&t sportsnet pittsburgh and right now fubo tv is offering our listeners right here a seven-day free trial and 15 percent off your first month pretty good deal go to fubotv.com slash dk one more time, it's FuboTV.com slash DK. RJ1Q comes from Michael Manorino, who asks, The Pens get off to a great start without Crosby or Malkin. Who is the big surprise who stepped up or developed to help drive it? Michael, I swear, was not privy to what I'd be discussing in the opening segment of this program, by the way. Who would be that guy? Well, I guess it'd be cheating on my end to say it would be Mike Sullivan because of what I'd already discussed, and I'm also presuming that you'll be talking about a player. There is no player on this roster who would benefit more from stepping up. And at the same time, there's no player on this roster stepping up who would more benefit the team by stepping up than Tristan Jari. And I'm sorry to give you such an obvious answer. I know you're probably looking for a forward who might make up uh, the point production that'll be lost, that sort of thing, but it, it it is the goaltending. It's Jari. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Casey DeSmith has to have something to do with it, too. And I have faith in him to be, to continue to be, a solid, reliable backup as well as a trustworthy partner, which does matter to a starting goaltender. But it would have to be about Jari because you'd need some kind of extra vibe. There'd need to be some kind of additional reward, especially when it comes to suppressing shots, suppressing goals. Ultimately, your team feels better about itself defensively. And collectively, whenever it's not giving up goals, uh, you can go inside the locker room between periods and have an assistant coach show you all this wonderful stuff that you did with Corsi and Fenwick and everything else. But if your goalie leaked in a bunch of goals, you're not really going to care. You know, it's not going to do anything for you. It's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to make you feel any more motivated to go out there and try to continue keeping down your advanced analytics, meaning in a positive sense. It would be Jari. It would be Jari. Because one of the things that would happen, because we are, as humans, susceptible to be excessively influenced by the last thing we saw. It's just how we are. If the last thing we saw was Jari versus the Islanders, we all think he's doomed to fail for all eternity. Or you can be where I kind of am with him, which is extremely skeptical. 
especially as it relates to the bigger games. But now, picture the opposite. Picture Jari coming in at the beginning. No Sid, no Gino. Probably, probably not a lot of scoring. And the Penguins were to get off to a pretty good start against a really challenging schedule in October. How many of us, not exempting myself from this, would look at this and say, you know what, maybe we were too rough on this kid. Maybe we need to give him a second chance. I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury had not just a second chance, but a third chance and a fourth chance in Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Why not do the same with this kid? Because we're clearly seeing that he's got X, Y, and Z that we really appreciate and value as a goaltender. He's young. He's fairly inexpensive. Let's see what he's got. Let's give him another. So you see where I'm headed here. This is this is this is the player that you're talking about. It's Tristan Jari. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do this again tomorrow. Mm-hmm.